Hey there friends, it's Nick. So a week ago I sat here and said to you that I would be saying today, this is a sp <laughs> sorry, backtrack. This is a sprint podcast. It's sprint 23 in the sprint 22 episode a week ago. I said that I would be sitting here today telling you that all of the Seth Godin content for the thousandth podcast episode was done and ready and sorted. And it is, it is, it's done. I. It turned into quite a big beast. There's actually almost 30 pages when you break down the themes. Um, I've been looking at Seth's work through this lens of story for, for quite a wee while, as you all know. And in the end, I decided to create separate pages for each of these things. So some of them are quite short. Some of them are much longer. They're all essentially thematic extracts from his work over the past 20 years. And it just turned into a bit of a beast, but it's done. It's ready. I've started seeding the content and the video and what have you to, to some people, although the episode won't actually go out until, until Wednesday. So let's talk about sprint 23, because if we rewind a month or six weeks, maybe, maybe even two months, I was looking at audience and here I am again, back this week and probably through, through June, looking at audience. And the reason is, <laughs> being bluntly honest, my ad didn't work. I couldn't get enough traction. I got a few clicks, but nothing, um, nothing that really, it didn't really resonate with people. And for a while I was feeling pretty, you know, I was feeling downhearted about it. It reminded me so much of there's, there's moments when I'm, when I'm, well, when I was writing the novels, when I am writing novels, where you get sort of halfway through something and you just can't see the way through, you know, this is, this is terrible. This is awful. You know, that chattering monkey voice in the back of your brain. And I was really feeling that kind of way, I think with the advertising stuff, because I'd done a lot of work. I'd done a lot of work and I invested some money in getting the ad out there. And all I really had was crickets essentially. Now, fortunately at the same time, I was also rereading mastery, which is a book I've mentioned before by a guy called George Leonard. He wrote it back in the nineties and it's really a book about what it takes to become a master of something. And a lot of his work was done through the kind of the lens of Aikido. He was a student of Aikido, but, but essentially the principles he talks about, um, they apply to anything. I mean, I've talked a lot about craft, about the never ending kind of journey to become a craftsman in whatever it is that you value. In my case, it's writing and storytelling. Um, yours may well be something different, but one of the, the most insightful lessons I think in Leonard's book is right near the start where he talks about the, the difference between people who are on that path to mastery and the kind of the, the people who are in it for the wrong reasons or who are looking for quick results or all that kind of stuff that we've talked about on this podcast and what he says about the difference is that the people on the true journey to mastery, they learn to love the plateau because when you start something, 
you know, very often you'll, you'll, you'll go from a complete novice to a beginner and you'll see quite rapid improvement, but very early on, relatively early on, depending on what it is, you'll get to this place where you are still working, you are still practicing, you are still trying to get better and nothing seems to be happening. You don't, you, you know, you're not, you're not making that same kind of progress. And of course, this is where a lot of people fall out. This is why there are so many unfinished novels in the world, right? Because it's hard because you get to that stage where, well, I've, I wish I could say that it was one point where you feel that, that it isn't working, but it can be, you know, continually because, because his point is Leonard's point. This is, is that, you know, we go through these phases where we are in this plateau for, for a long time and then something happens. Then there's, a, there's an unexpectedly quick improvement, but behind the mountains, there are more mountains, right? So then there's another plateau and another, and what he says is the people on the journey to true mastery learn to love the plateau. And I was definitely, you know, last month, particularly with the ad, I was definitely in the plateau because I'd done all this work and nothing was happening. That's a really good example with Leonard's book. It's a really good example of how, of how, when you step back and you take a, you take a look, I've done, you know, <laughs> I've been in thousands of plateaus probably in my life. I'm sure you have too. Some of them cause us to give up and some of them cause us to double down. And this is important to me. That's the truth of it. This process, this building, this business is important to me. I want to write more novels. I want to build a business that helps people. I want to do all these things. So I mentioned several times I'm, I'm part of a, of an accelerator group and one of my friends and mentors on that, we were talking as part of this group call the other day. And he said, go back to the, the audience work because the connection between the audience and the offer. When we get that right, everything else becomes easier. So, I mean, I did a lot of work on this, whatever it is, six weeks, two months ago, I'm about to go back to that work. And that's, this will be the sprint for the next, for the next week, go back to that work and look at it again, and maybe narrow my focus again. We've talked about niching and, you know, one of the, one of the sort of the things that I had, we do this exercise where we look for the most important question. Each month, what's the most important question we need to answer this month to, to move us on, to get some momentum. And that, that, that can take a lot of work. It's sort of surprisingly sort of hard work sometimes because very often you perhaps want to shy away from the actual, the fundamental thing. And the question that, you know, comes to mind straight away is, is how can I yeah, maybe how can I, I don't know, start making money off all this work that I've done finally. But when I, when I searched around, when I scratched around and sort of dug into it, the, the, <laughs> the question that came up was, if this isn't working, who's my audience? Which was after all the stuff that I've done was quite a kind of scary, sort of brutal kind of question, but that's the one, that's the one that that needs answering. And by the way, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm on a second part at this, or maybe it's the third, um, depending on how you count, but this is how the novels get written, right? It's if you don't give up, you'll end up getting there. 
if you don't give up, you'll end up getting there. And that's, that's true, whether you're doing Aikido or learning to play the guitar, I guess, or whatever it might be that, that, you know, that you want, you, you know, that, that matters to you. So hopefully this time I'll get closer, hopefully. But if I don't, I'll be back here in two months <laughs> saying to you, the sprint this week is audience. And that's okay. Because I am zeroing in on, on something. I am learning every time. And if I'm in a plateau, I'm in a plateau. What you do when you're in a plateau is you push on until the thing happens. Because if you keep pushing, the thing does happen. My novels did come out. The audience reaction was amazing. And you, th all that, all that kind of pain and suffering and self-doubt and all of that stuff. You know, the important thing is, I'm going to stop in a second because this, this one's going on. The important thing is, that, is this concept of self-efficacy. You know, that if we look at the difference between people who, who push through the hard stuff and people who don't, you need to believe that actually you can do it because as soon as you stop believing you can do it, your ability to do it goes away. And I know I've done enough hard things that I know if I keep pushing, I'm not, you know, I'm not the best. I'm not the brightest at anything. But on the other hand, even though my teachers kindly told my parents at school that, you know, I would, you know, not to expect too much from me, I've consistently <laughs> outperformed my teacher's expectations and my own, although once you've built a business and sold a business and started something new and written novels and you know, what have you, you know, just like you, you've had your successes, you know, you got into, um, you've got into places that you never thought you would because you kept at it because it was something that mattered to you, something that you cared about. And I have self-efficacy. I know, I know that I'm capable of doing this thing. I'm just learning. And if I'm in a plateau, well, I don't care. I I'm learning, I'm learning to love the plateau and <laughs> Amor Fati, you know, love fate, whatever it is. Uh, okay. And now I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop because I need to actually go and do that. Some of that work. So remember that your story means business. And if you want to dig deeper into the stuff that I do and the stuff that I know, search online for story.business. Bye now.